You are listening to the podcast for learning the language of A Course in Miracles so you can understand the meaning, embody the message, and live the teachings as a way of life. Welcome to episode 49 of this podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Jennifer McSween, creator of this podcast, and the Course in Miracles practice coach for taking those who are studying the course from information to application. Before I get started on today's topic, I just want to let you know that I've decided to do 50 episodes per year instead of 52. So there will be one more episode after this one, then a break until the new year. And at the end of next week's episode, I'll give you all the details about next year's series and the date we'll be starting. So I just wanted to give you a head up, heads up instead of waiting until the last week and letting you know then. So the topic of this week's episode is, what is the peace of God? Question 20 in the Manual for Teachers section of A Course in Miracles. The peace of God can be described as the realization that the separation never really occurred. And as a matter of fact, it's impossible for such a thing to occur. This means that you're not a body, you're not living in a world surrounded by other separate bodies that can affect you in different ways, but that you're still one with God, where you are is in the mind of God, and that all that is ever taking place in every moment, every situation or encounter is that you're experiencing the idea of separation in its truest form. So with this realization, you go about what appears to be your life in the world from a state of mind that is free of worry or fear, feeling safe and undisturbed, regardless of circumstances or conditions. Experiencing the peace of God is the number one goal A Course in Miracles wants us to achieve because the content or the nature of the miracles in the title of the course, as defined by the course, is not a change in circumstances or conditions, but a change in your perception, so that regardless of the form or appearance of any circumstance or condition, you are able to feel safe, at peace, and undisturbed. In other words, you experience the peace of God as I previously described. A Course in Miracles came into being for the specific purpose of teaching us how to entertain the mindset that will allow us to experience miracles instead of fear, worry, and misery that so often defines our experiences. Whether it's on a personal level, in our relationships, or as we go about our lives in the world. Because Perceiving ourselves as bodies, living in a world in which everyone and everything appears to be so very, very real, we believe that we will always be affected in some way by everything and everyone, by the things that we do or experience personally, by the words, actions, or behavior of others, as well as by those things that take place in our lives and in the world. So our minds are usually on the alert for those things that we perceive can cause us pain or loss or affect us in undesirable ways. We were always looking at, out as for or as to how we can protect or defend ourselves 
because we're expecting ourselves to be always either attacked or victimized in some way. So we generally go about our lives in the world from the perception that we're separate bodies, the world is real, and we're victims of it. And this perception, or rather misperception, is what keeps us from realizing we're still one with God and experiencing miracles as a way of life. So where did this perception come from? Where did we get it? In chapter 27 of the text, the Course describes the birth, so to speak, of this misperception in the following passage. And I'm going to read first read the passage in its entirety, and then I'll discuss it line by line to show how what it says translates into our experiencing ourselves as separate bodies living in a world of separation. So the passage states, or reads, into eternity, where all is one, there crept a tiny mad idea, at which the Son of God remembered not to laugh. In his forgetting, did the thought become a serious idea and possible of both accomplishment and real effect. Now, before I talk about how this explains our experience in the world, I need to share the context in which this is written or within which it's placed in the Course. A key premise of A Course in Miracles that I shared in one of the earlier episodes, probably episode number two, in which I talked about the metaphysical framework of the Course, is that mind is all there is. And by mind, I'm not referring to the brain which is just another organ in the body, albeit the most important one. But mind what is what the Course describes as the infinite state of awareness in which neither time nor space exists. What could be referred to as reality or the nature of reality? A Course in Miracles calls it eternity. This is the way things are, so to speak or what really is. And this state of mind or awareness is purely non-physical or metaphysical, meaning beyond anything that can be known through the human senses. The content of mind is ideas. And since everything exists in the mind, everything is, or by nature, is an idea. This means that you, what we truly are, our true nature, is an idea in the mind. And all that is ever taking place in the different forms of experiences and encounters in our lives is our experiencing ideas in the mind that have come into our awareness and we're experiencing them in different forms. So within that context, in the first line of the passage that states, into eternity, where all is one, there crept a tiny mad idea. The Course is describing that metaphorical moment when the idea of separation came into our awareness. Remember, everything is just an idea, not a thing that can have some effect. However, the way we are metaphysically wired, if you want to put it that way, or how we operate being 
a non-physical idea in the mind or as a non-physical idea in the mind is that whatever the idea that comes into our awareness, we experience it in some form as if it is real and we're actually living it. So when the idea of separation came into our awareness, we experience it in its fullness, all at once, in all its multitudinous forms, and as if it actually happened. Again, it didn't really happen, but to us, it felt like it did. Now, how this played out, or manifested, took form for us, is what scientists refer to as the Big Bang Theory, the moment in which the entire universe came into being. Now, keep in mind, pun intended, this happened nowhere. The idea of separation simply came into our awareness and we experienced it in the form of its truest nature. So being just another one of the infinite number of ideas in the mind, the Course describes it as tiny, literally insignificant among the many, and mad because it is insane, suggesting something separate and out of the mind. The next line says about this tiny mad idea that the Son of God remembered not to laugh. Well, the Son of God is us. And remembered not to laugh means we took the idea seriously instead of seeing it as just a silly thought or idea because the separation, because separation from or within eternity is impossible and doesn't even make sense. The last line of the passage says, in his forgetting did the thought become a serious idea and possible of both accomplishment and effect. What this means is that not only are we metaphysically wired in such a way that we experience the thoughts or ideas that come into our awareness in some form, but the manner or the form in which we experience them will be in accordance with the way we're looking at them. That is, according to the meaning we're giving and the cause and effect relationship we're attributing to them. So by taking the idea of separation seriously, perceiving it to be real, that we actually separated, we immediately experience ourselves and every aspect of existence or our existence through the lens of or from the perspective of everything being separate beginning with seeing ourselves as separated bodies and where we are as a separate world consisting of other bodies, objects, forms, etc. So it is the belief in separation that leads us to hold the misperception that the Course calls the ego's thought system of separation, which is the direct opposite of the Holy Spirit's thought system of oneness. When we accept the ego's misperception regarding the separation, it literally blocks our awareness of the truth. So A Course in Miracles is designed to teach us how to undo or let go of the ego's misperception of the separation. So we can recognize the truth that we never really separated, we're still one with God, and how the Course teaches that we do this is through the practice of forgiveness. Forgiveness, as the Course defines it and teaches it, 
is the process of overlooking or looking past the illusory form as having meaning in and of itself and recognizing the truth that lies behind. And the truth behind every form that appears fearful, separate, threatening, unwhole in any way, is that there's another way of looking at it that will keep you from being fearful so that you look at it without judgment. You recognize that it's nothing but an illusory form, a projection of the ego's misperception, that you're literally looking through the lens of the ego. So this way, you don't worry about being attacked, or you don't fear being attacked, victimized, or oppressed, regardless of the circumstances or conditions that show up in your experience in some threatening form or appearance. That is what forgiveness is, looking at the ego without judgment. And by not judging, you are undoing, literally dissolving the belief in separation. This allows you to have the realization that not only did the separation not happen, but that in reality, it can't. And this, as I shared at the beginning of this episode, is what A Course in Miracles defines as the peace of God. So that's it for this week. Join me next week for episode number 50, the final topic of this series, and for the details about next year's series. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Understanding the Language of A Course in Miracles podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode or found it helpful, please leave me a review on iTunes so that others can hear about it, enjoy it, and find it helpful also. And do subscribe if you have not yet done so, so you don't miss another episode. Have a great week and see you on the podcast next Wednesday.